have no choice. We're good. Let's do it. We are going live. <laughs> Three, two, one. All right. This is DJ CQ, and you're listening to me live here with uh, Leah Resnick on Fat Moto Tips and Tricks. Uh, currently, I'm going to go ahead and do a little intro of myself. Um, my name is actually um, Holton French. I go by that, that name, Holton French. And uh, my real name is Christian. But uh, you'll know me as DJCQ here on the podcast. And uh, the reason why I got into Fat Moto and everything is because, well, for one, my, my, my family vehicle, well, it took a crap. And now I'm only left with my Fat Moto. Uh, and it helps me get around town, the small town of Pearsall that I live here in Texas. So um, that's just a little bit about me. I got my Fat Motor Rover in 2020, and it brought me great joy from being a... I was a two-stroker before I went to my Fat Moto. And with that, it was an amazing switch. It was just amazing. So much... Um, the maintenance was a lot less, you know, and, and a lot of times there was a lot more maintenance too. But I love my Fat Moto, and I want to thank a few people right now, myself. One is Carl, Carl Dean. Thank you so much for being out there and being my support in the group the most. Um, also, you know, Charles Dancer, thank you for starting the group. Uh, Nader, for bringing Fat Moto to the public cost efficiently and effectively. Uh, you make an awesome product. I love seeing your products as well. Um, so, Leah, how about you now? Um, okay. Let's talk about you. Um, okay. So what we're going to do is mention some of the things that we talked about earlier. Let's talk about your garage. Um, what do you like about your garage the best? I, me, I see organizational skills out the roof here. Everybody, this is Leah Resnick. Go ahead and talk to us, okay? Hi. Yes, thank you so much for having me on here. It's such a blessing. Um, and, yes, thank you all for um, creating this amazing group and helping people such as myself who – um, can start this up and show others how the you know they can use this to get around in a very economical way and that it can be done. Um, so thank you all so much and especially big shout out to Carl Dean who's helped me out so much and he's always been there immediately. So thank you again um, and, and yeah, uh, thank you too, um, Holton. That um, about the garage um, and yes. my husband he was the one to help me put some ideas together, help me put these sh uh, shelves up, um, helped put this hoist for this uh, bucket Yes, everybody, <laughs> she's looking at a, we call it the that, bucket bin. It's an amazing little device, and uh, she, she uses it as a hoist to keep parts and stuff organize, organized in her workshop that she has. She has an amazing workshop, y'all. Her organization skills with her husband uh, doing woodwork and stonework and stuff is amazing. Um, Unlike my organizational skills, my my organizational skills are just are not there. And Mr. Carl always gives me trouble about that, saying you need to get all your tools in one spot. Well, this girl here has it done right. I'm looking at her garage right now, and it's absolutely amazing. You you see the tools appropriately laid on their perfect things on on the wall, just laid out perfectly. It's an amazing sight to see. And uh, Leah, um, let's talk about your bike, Luna. Uh, you know. Uh, what made you, what, 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 how did you get the name Luna? Oh, um, okay. So <clears throat> Luna means queen. Um, right. and, um, in, um, one of these books that I'm reading, it's okay. a, um, a fiction book. <laughs> um, so anyhow, I, um, 
I name all my bikes, and, you know, she's my queen. That's cool. Uh, that's how I feel about my bike. I love my bikes. Um, they all get names. And um, that was just the more appropriate name um, right. that I wanted to pick. <laughs> that's cool. And you have a little dog as well, too, that you, you put on your bike sometimes, I, I've noticed. Um, yeah, I only had her in there one time, and okay. um, I'm trying to get her these eye goggles to wear, but she refuses she to refuses. wear eye Yeah, goggles. I think my dog would do the so, same. So, um, I just, um, I, I do ride, have her in the basket, my other bike, but not so much this bike, no. <laughs> that's a little noisy, you know, um, and that's another thing we'll talk about. Um, we'll talk about how, how, what brought you to Fat Moto, you know, exactly. Uh, what made you decide to get a Fat Moto Rover? Well, um, I have been commuting uh, via e-bike for the uh, past three years, and I recently visited my family last year in Chino Valley, and uh, there are far more people on gas bikes than there are on e-bikes. And um, right. and you'd hear them too, like with their two-stroke engine, just <laughs> and like, oh, where are they? I want to see them. Where are like, they? What what is their setup like? Like how that is so cool. That looks like so much fun. We've all been and they there. They don't have to pedal, and it's such a great way to get around because living here in Las Vegas area, it gets 117 degrees, and wow. uh, by the time you're on the asphalt, it's 130 degrees. And I'm very prone to heat exhaustion. Even with the e-bike, you're still having to work out plus you know navigate through traffic right. and that takes a lot of mental stimulation i just need a contraption that i can just sit on hit a throttle and go and get there in a you know very economical way so um that's understandable and, you know saw the gas bike in chino valley and that's when we started doing research on um um and found fat moto right now well you you also are taking um schooling right now to work on bicycles am i correct um well not currently right now uh but yes i did take a class up in ashland oregon at united bicycle institute uh one of their classes is introduction to bicycle maintenance and i only have one more course to complete before i'm a certified bike mechanic um typically you don't need the requirements not to go to school um if you can get your foot in the door get into a bike shop and you know start okay. working hands-on um but i want to i'm very passionate about this i want to make sure to learn everything the right way the correct way and there's um uh what i've learned in my past is that there's uh, the more you keep learning there's different tricks of the trade that you can learn and pick up on you can never stop learning yes and one thing i'm going to mention as well since i didn't mention it before there is going to be a segment after we interview leah and uh, you all can, the people that are watching in the live can actually go and ask Leah some questions uh, about things that they want to know about her bike and herself and all that. So if you're, if you're watching now, thank you for watching for one. And uh, I want to you know, take it back to Leah. Um, so who would you say um, is your biggest, you know, influence in Fat Moto? everyone in the group uh, yeah. mainly Carl who's been giving me a lot of really great advice and he's always been there in a pinch when we needed help uh, but 
I really love seeing everyone else's posts and um, uh, especially seeing what the owner, Nader, is, has been up to. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm really ecstatic about um, the e-bike that they came out with. The scooter and is, is, scooter is, bike is, is, that is, is pretty just awesome, so too. I know. Oh, that, my gosh. Nader, that is you, you've got so it going. <laughs> so it's everyone on there has been, a, you know, inspiration to me. Yes. And. Yeah. Um, there was one time where, um, what were we going to say? Um, oh boy, here we go. This is where we hit a little bump in the road. Um, you know, your, your organization skills and your, the bike itself, you know, I love it. You have the lights on there and everything. The lights are amazing. Uh, how do you power that stuff? Is that USB powered or is that all battery oh. powered? What is that? Yeah, um, some of them have a USB stick that you just um, take out of it and okay. charge it up. And charge it up. And then the others take either a AAA um, or a AA battery. And what I did is um, I bought a crap ton of uh, <laughs> rechargeable AAA and AA batteries from Amazon. And right. so I just keep recharging them. I got two different recharging station ports here in the garage and um uh tons of batteries and all of these lights i get off of amazon but it's like i just like buy one light maybe every two weeks so it's just added up and um, and what kind of reactions do you get uh, from people it's been really fun but i will not get a light unless it's rechargeable right what kind of what kind of reactions do you get from people when they see you riding with all these lights on here Yes. will realize oh you know we got to slow down and um so i try to personalize it a little bit i try to make it fun um but yet to promote safety to be like i'm here like don't hit me i'm here and I'm right just trying that's to get very from important point a to point b and that's ha- it have you know? ever had any involvement with uh law enforcement of any kind when you're on your ride have they given you any problems or anything like that is that is that any problem at all in, in nevada Oh, no, absolutely not. Um, and I'm not the only person who rides around on their bike with uh, lights. And um, if anything, um, and yeah, I have uh, driven by many police officers, police officers and, uh, you know, out on the road, police, even motorcycle police officers. And That's what's cool. funny is that I was driving by, but they didn't pull me over, but they pulled over a poor guy on his scooter. On oh, my gosh. Pad. He had like a best friend. I was like, oh, gee. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But no, they haven't given me any hassle because I feel that here the vibe is that they're, they've are they got bigger fish to fry. They're right. not, you know, worried about a little uh, Asian lady um, on her bike with so many lights. Like, it rather more lights. They actually will pull you over if you don't have lights, I believe, on your bike. Like the basic tail light and... Yeah, I have just very uh, basic yeah. lights on mine. Like on my bike, on my Rover, my 2020 Rover that I have, I have the, the, the standard blinkers that everybody's using. There's those USB-powered, you know, rechargeable blinker lights. And it's the left and right turn signals, of course. And okay. I, I use those quite a bit, in fact, because I did get pulled over one time. And that was a whole other story. We'll talk about that another time. Um, but, yeah, 
I, I do need to you know brief on that sometime with law enforcement. Uh, that's one of the things that we'll talk about in the in the podcast at a future date. But you know, uh, we're at eleven minutes and fifty four seconds, so we're we're doing good on time. Um, now the lights, that's pretty cool. Have you ever thought about putting a power system on your bike, like like I have? Yes, absolutely. And I've been paying close attention to some of the those who've been posting about batteries. And, right. Um, I'm always curious to see what other people are using. Um, and I did go into Harbor Freight and uh, picked up one of their portable batteries. Oh, cool. And it was really heavy. So oh, I yes. still have yet to kind of... But so far, the rechargeable batteries and the lights that are rechargeable have been plenty enough because i have so many on there that by the time one or two of them goes out i still have plenty of light coverage on the bike that's good um still screen and say hey crazy lady here with the bike watch (laughs) out get out of my way do not run her over right Um, and that's and that's the most important thing is safety you know earlier you mentioned the fact that you have a, a pretty neat little lock uh, for your bike when you when you park it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, she has a lock that go that goes on the um, brake uh, rotor, and it locks it out to where it won't move. I use a U bolt, and uh, it's it's really cool. Um, she she went and ran and got it right now, uh, but it's this little lock. I've seen them on Wish and stuff like that, and they 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 just lock up the the rotor, and it has an audible alarm on it. Am I correct? Yeah, um, I have yet to test it out and use it, but um, I'm all about, you know, any lock, that security system you do, it's only a deterrent. Nothing is a guarantee. Absolutely right. But the more systems that you set in place, um, I use a kryptonite-style horseshoe lock that goes... um, always go through the frame of the bike if possible i've got another heavy duty lock that's like a chain odd shape flat plastic lock right uh, here in the area they they tend to carry um hydraulic chain cutters Holy and I've, we've had a few customers come in and tell me that they just got their bike stolen and they use the kryptonite regular you know your typical chain that they burned through the vinyl part and then cut the chain you know chain so um you know um just the more systems that you put in place. I've got two, I always say lock the bike frame um, twice and then set a noise alarm, something that's going to create a noise because by or the time they to try the to touch it and mess with it, it's going to be noisy and they're going to be like, ah, never mind, heck with it and then just walk away. Right. You know, we're right at 1445 and uh, this is the time where I'm going to say, hey, if there's anybody out there that has questions for Leah, uh, Miss Resnick here. Um, now, go ahead and inter- introduce those questions down in the comments down here in the live. Uh, Brenton Jones uh, mentioned the Milwaukee M12s, and uh, he's also said, pretty cool, I can see a lot of knowledge being passed around this way. Thank you, Brenton, that's awesome. Um, you know, uh, if anybody has questions for Leah, we got, we got four people viewing right now, and uh, Dean Barney is now watching. Uh, welcome. You know, uh, we're doing we're doing quite well, I think, uh, for the first for the first podcast. So, if anybody has questions for Leah, let me know right now, and we'll go ahead and get those addressed. But also, I want to mention um, your husband. Your husband's pretty cool. Uh, he's he he's very supporting of, of you having a fat moto, correct? Oh, absolutely, and he's always there for me on call. Um, so he we've set 
um, a location uh, tracker on my phone so oh, that cool. he can track my whereabouts. And I always joke around. I'll be like, "Ah, oh, crap! Now you're gonna find me at my boyfriend Alberto's." Oh my gosh! Like oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, but anyhow, <coughs> um, yeah, so he's been a really great support. He um, loves that I'm passionate in doing this, and um, he's helped me with the garage organization. Yes, um, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, Leah's husband has built her a uh, table that rolls, that he that she has um, all these little organization bins in a, in a drawer, and they can... You can just put parts in there and stuff, and she has a little shelf for each set of tools that she needs. Uh, so it's very easy to roll around and, and grab a tool right then and there, and it's amazing. I'm gonna have her take pictures of it and post it to the to the live here in a little bit after after this live is over. Uh, we're gonna be posting some stuff of her garage and her bike and all that good stuff. Uh, so right now, no one's really asking questions, so I'm gonna keep on talking to you. Is that okay? Yeah, that's cool. fine. Uh, so we're at 1652. We're doing great. Um, you know, I want to, you know, put another peop couple of people out there that I'd like to thank, you know, in the group that are big supports. And that would be Will Kidd, for one, Timothy Fitch, uh, Andrew Leno, or Leno, excuse me. Uh, and uh, if, I, if I'm wrong at pronouncing any of y'all's names, please let me know in the comments. Uh, I will correct that as soon as possible. But, you know, all these guys and, and gals that are, that are in here uh, in the Fat Mother group are all assets to our group. Uh, no matter if the, you know, we, we do get some weird comments sometimes and, and, uh, I, I know the moderators love that too. So we always get a weird comment here and there and, and we're not going to mention names or anything like that, but you know, it's, it's a great thing that we're doing, I think right now. And this podcast is going to be amazing. I'm really excited about it. And I hope that, um, we're going to have a bright future because I'm, I'm my, my, my podcast, you know, um, experience came about from something called pirate radio and that was something i did in my past uh that was that was a lot of fun in my time where i um ran a little pirate radio station out of my garage and that was that but because of the legalities of it i didn't do that and i decided to do this um because i could get in trouble from the sec and all that crap and you know what it is but you know back to fat moto uh and a little bit less about myself uh and yourself uh, let's talk about more about you um we always see you very smiley. You're you're a happy person, aren't you? Um. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for saying that. I um. Yeah. My. You know, I grew up with a lot of hardships in life. A very serious childhood life. So okay. now that I'm an adult, I just want to be a kid and have fun. And that's you know, exactly what I, I'm I'm doing and have been incredibly blessed to be able to do. But I can relate. Um, I can relate yeah, to that. Yeah, it definitely took a lot to get here, and um, did you have a um, sheltered life like me? Yeah, I'm just very grateful. So yeah, I had, a, I had a very sheltered life, and my mom would never let me have a motorcycle or a go kart or anything like fun like that. <laughs> so my midlife crisis was the fat moto, you know that. <laughs> so that that was my daring attempt to uh, you know hurdle myself at 35 miles an hour down a road on a on a motorized bicycle, you know. Uh, people look at me, you know, I, I know one thing that's crazy, you know, that, that we all have gotten probably when we're on our commutes anywhere is the fact that people come up to you and they're like, Hey, let me hear about this bike. What is it? Where do you get it from? You know, oh, yeah, all the totally. people that, yeah, let me hear a story that you have. Uh, cause every time I go to my grocery <laughs> store, I, I get flood, flooded by people wanting to know about the bike. So let's hear something <laughs> oh, you got. Oh my gosh. I am just 
laughing because it is so true. Yes. And um, I stopped really quickly at a CVS um, and just wanted to run in and run out. And I locked the front wheel down and a guy was waiting for me saying, hey, you can't do that. Someone's going to st-. He was just trying to look out for me. Right. And then he waited until I, you know, um, I told him about, oh, yeah, I'm just running in and running out. And then another guy, I stopped at a hardware store. He stopped and admired it and was asking me questions about it. Right. And I told him all about it as I'm, you know, walking up and, you know, getting going. And, and I said, yeah, it's at fatmoto.com. You know, check it out. You know, just yeah. what it says on the bike. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not interested. I'm like, well, why are you asking about it? You tell me you're uh, not interested because you're asking about it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, and I've had people literally come up to me and say, hey, where can I get this bike? You know, does it come as a kit? Does it, do you have to put it together what all what all is involved to ride a bike like this what what you know and uh people call it the crotch rockets of bicycles in my town uh because there, there's, there's one other person in my town that has a motorized bicycle and i've only seen him once in the year and a half that i lived here in pierce hall texas and it's it's definitely uh interesting when you see it, another two stro- it's a two-stroke that i've seen out there and I've, i wanted to stop the guy but i, I can never find him you know and there's you know, I get I get the attention from uh, other bicyclists too. Uh, there's this guy named Cuba that goes by the name of Cuba in our town. He, he has these eight hanger bars that are way the heck up here, just crazy looking, look like a goat almost. Uh, and that, that's what it reminds me of is a beach cruiser with a goat's goat's horns on there. <laughs> you know, you see you just crazy things when you're on your fat moto, and um, you know, the, the, let's talk about your commute a little bit. How's, um, how's your commute every so day to work? So I work at REI, very part-time, and the commute one way is 11 miles. Right. There is one, uh, it's all mainly bike path because I take back roads. Right. And um, I, um, there's one little tiny stretch where I do need to hop on a bike trail. And uh, technically, you're not supposed to ride your motorized vehicles on the bike trail. However, it's just such a tiny stretch. And literally, there's no one there most of the time. But I did pass one biker. Um, and he was mad and like throwing his hands up in the air, oh but I didn't, it's not like I was revving up the engine. When I see people are in the bike path, You're I mindful. totally tone it down. I am very, I am, you know, quite particular about, uh, bike path etiquette, turning down the lights and being friendly. And I yes. stay to the far right. I'm not rubbing up the engine. I'm just gliding right past them. But do you ever um, feel like you have to ghost that was it? the only um, Matt, and I was like, "Hey, dude, whatever. I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, the one time I, I I rode on a greenway, <laughs> I had Parks and Recreation on my butt. Uh, I I had Parks and Recreation in San Antonio uh, of te- San Antonio, Texas, on my butt about my bike, about the fat motor. They're like, "You can't ride on the on the greenway here." I'm just like, "All right, thank you for letting me know." And I ghosted it the rest of the way. You know, I just go pedaled it. Greenway. Uh, in San Antonio, they have these little trails, like hiking trails and stuff. They call them greenways. Uh, it's just like a really nice hiking trail that it connects one part of the city to the other through like drainage areas. <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, but wait a minute. I mean, people can ride their bikes on it. The bike oh, yes. tires aren't. Oh you yes, know? but there's. So, they, they, but yeah, what they told man. me is there's no like motorized vehicles allowed, and I understand um, that. And they they came and chased me down on a um, ATV. So that was that. And I, and and you know it, it's fun you know to talk sometimes with with law enforcement about the bike because. Not everybody, no one's 
no one's really seen a bike like this. You know, it's it's rare to see a bike like this sometimes. I know, yeah. that, you know, in in Cali where oh, yeah. where they're the home People of Fat Moto, it's different. I mean, gosh, I've had a couple say that's a nice looking bike, you know, and oh, I love um, your ride, man. Okay. I love your like, ride. Huh? Yeah, it's I, I get comments like I love your ride, man, or thumbs up, or yeah, it's just amazing what what you see on these on these beautiful bikes. And and I just just the other day I saw or just today actually I saw a, a post and I can't remember who it was, uh, but it was it was a it was a green uh, army green rover I believe, and uh, I can't remember who it was, but I'll have to put his name in the comments section. Um, and if if Carl's listening, I wish he would give me a, a heads up because we were talking about that bike. But uh, I can't remember the guy's name. But it was a beautiful bike, and I'm hoping to see him on the cover photo someday because it was amazing. And that's something else that we'll talk about in the future of this podcast is cover photos and things like that, um, different mods and, and tips, of course. Um, you know, if anybody has more ideas after this episode, let me know because we're, we're running up on 24, 25 minutes almost, and we're going to have five more minutes of this podcast. So um, I want to thank you, first of all. You know, thank you for being the first interviewee. Oh, thank you. Um, I am so excited that you started this, and I can't wait to hear about um, other uh, um, other people's stories right. um, as well, and their commute and everything. It's so exciting, and yeah, thank you so much for having me on here. It was well, a blessing. Thank you. Leah, it's been awesome, you know, um, and you're, you're amazing too, you know. Everybody, you know, is excited to have you in the group. You're, you're one of the few females in the group, if 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 the only one possibly i'm not sure uh is she the the only female in the group that is a question now uh if there are any other females in the group let us know um you know uh but anyhow thank you so much for being on my show this is uh dj cq and you're talking to us here on uh fat moto's tips and tricks tricks uh it's been awesome thank you so much for being on the show leah uh you're amazing and um yeah, definitely. I'm going to I'm gonna call it a night and uh, say, hey, thank you again. Everybody that came out and listened to me uh, and Leah about, about tonight's Fat Moto episode. It was awesome for a first night, and I can't wait to get this going for next week. It's going to be amazing. I have a few people in mind that I might interview, um, some of the newer men- members starting out. Uh, there's a gentleman um, that I've, I've been talking to that I'm going to probably interview for next week, and it'll be interesting. So um, that's great. We're gravy. Have a good night, okay? Thank you. Good night. Yeah, good night. And uh, I'm going to go in, in the live, and I'm going to stay online with you for just a minute. Everybody, this has been DJ CQ. I'm your host of Fat Moto Tips and Tricks. Have a wonderful evening. We are final. Cool. <laughs> I know, right?